I'm so delighted to have Barbara Mason of Career Pathways Consulting, where she will be our HR insider for the next 45 minutes or so to talk about leveraging your network online and offline. So if you're that person who shies away from networking, and that includes me, take a listen to part one of this three-part series. Barbara, it is uh, super exciting to have you in the community um, and sharing your insights about um, sparking a conversation. So that's my new product within the community. And you'll notice it's with a Q to kind of go along the lines with the MindSpark theme with the Q. And, um, you know, this is meant to be a conversation and talk about, you know, easily what you do best and, and comfortably. And, you know, we decided on having the conversation as, as it relates to leveraging your network. And I think a lot of people, especially in the age of COVID, and myself included, really could use a, a reboot, if you will. And a combination, would definitely love to hear your insights um, from a LinkedIn and non-LinkedIn perspective. Uh, so how about this? Get us started and tell us about yourself, your, your elevator speech as to what you do. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Crystal. I'm glad to be here. Always glad to talk about HR stuff. So um, I'm Barbara Mason. I'm known as the HR insider across social media. Um, but my background has been in HR in the corporate space. I did that for 20 years um, and then started my business um, the last three years. And I started my business helping um, professional women um, in their career. So women that are feeling stagnant or unfulfilled in their jobs, I help them with career clarity and with job search strategy. I uh, also have a, a different side of my business where I also help small business owners with HR consulting and helping them to build and grow um, really amazing teams. So I feel privileged um, that I get a chance to work with amazing companies, but also amazing women at the same time. Awesome, that is exciting. And I know that uh, already one of our community members have uh, has used your service and um, they had nothing but great things to say about you. And I also awesome. uh, sent a connection of mine to you. So, and they had nothing but great things to say about you. So I knew it was uh, just, uh, I'm just glad we connected. Um, yes. And I always like to ask this question. Do you remember? And it wasn't that long ago, so you probably remember, but do you remember how we got connected? I do remember how we got connected. <laughs> and this is a great segue as we're talking about networking. We got connected through a mutual contact that you and I both have. And it was at the end of last year, because I remember it was right before the holidays. That's right. Um, that we got connected. And really, she, she did a warm intro via email and said, hey, I think you guys probably could um, be a really good connection for each other. And it was really over email. And we took it from there. And it's amazing because, again, that was like the end of last year. Mm -hmm. And so now here we sit like six or seven months later. And um, already you've been on my podcast. I'm in your group. You've sent me some referrals. And that is the ripple effect of networking. Right. Um, so, yeah. And, I, and everybody, everybody should be thinking about, man, how did I meet such and such? Because everybody has a story. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm like I said, I'm glad to have this conversation because I want to make it as simple and painless as possible. So it doesn't feel like it's a chore, right? So thank you for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because networking is like the dirty word. It's like, oh, networking. That's for those salespeople that love to talk. No, it's for everybody. <laughs> yes, it's networking for um, um, 
for from the individual basis and then sales for the and it's the same thing it's networking absolutely I mean, you're selling yourself from an individual and i have to sell myself um, from a business perspective but they're one and the same absolutely. we all think it, they, we think both words are dirty words and yes it's so necessary if you want to get that job get that yep. next job um, get your kid into the school that you right. want. It's all a necessary thing. So knowing that we hate it, what are the <laughs> biggest excuses that you've heard that people use when it comes to networking? Oh man, it's always a fight when I bring up the, the networking. <laughs> so here are the things that I hear. I hear that, Barbara, I'm an introvert. I don't like to talk. So I hear that. I also hear, I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I also another one that I hear is that, well, I'm not quite sure where to go, how to do it. Um, And it feels disingenuous. like It feels slimy. I feel like I'm using people. Mm -hmm. So those are probably the top three things that I hear whenever I bring up this networking conversation. People's eyes start to roll back. They're like, oh, don't make me do it. Yeah. And I, and I think to your last one, another one similar is like, oh, it's so fake or I'm yes. being so phony. Um, and no, I mean, when you do it the, the right way. So uh, hopefully you'll share with us some yeah. some tips to get us started. It, it might be uh, one of my my questions that I have in, in the hopper here. But what when should we start networking in our career? At what point is, does networking matter? Um, your entire career. (laughs) I always say that it's really one of those classes that I really feel like it should be taught in high school because Mm -hmm. it's that important because that's how the world operates. That's how the world runs. And so, you know, as I thought about, you know, when should it start? You know, my first answer was, okay, as soon as you graduate, but really it's really before that. If you're really good at networking in college, can you imagine like the places and the resources and the things that you would have, you know, I have a daughter that's about to go to college. She leaves in four weeks and (laughs) four weeks, you know, three days, you know, (laughs) we won't go there. That's an aside, but I've been telling her over and over, you got to build relationships. Now her mama has been on campus, been in lots of relationships because I want to make sure my baby's going to be okay. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm trying to show her and teach her that, you know, when you build these relationships, you get access to resources that you wouldn't necessarily have. And so when you ask me, when should you start it? As soon as you can, you know, really. I mean, you talk, you made a comment about, you know, getting into the school that you want. Things happen through relationships and through access. That's all networking. And yeah. a lot of times, you know, our kids are riding off of our networks until they can build their own. But really, I don't know the best way to answer, except as soon as you can start talking and, and, and start, start. <laughs> and, you know, that's that's an interesting point. You know, we even have when we have when they were little kids. Right. The little kids themselves, we need to model because they're out there networking. They're like, yes. unbash, you know, they're just like, I'm going out there. Hey, I'm Susie Q. And they're networking. Yes. And then that actually bridges us with their parents to say like, oh, my daughter likes playing with your daughter. And then we can start the networking conversation and we can learn a lot from that. Uh, just watching our little kids and then keeping up with that and, and encouraging that and then just refining that. You know, now it's it's a little bit more, you know, keeping up with those conversations and right. still, you know, you 
I don't want to say utilizing this, but like, you know, but leveraging. And that, yes. that's what we're talking about today is leveraging those networks. So, so what is the first step in networking? Where would you say people are like, I just, you know, oh, it feels fake or, you know, I just, I'm an introvert. Like, what do you tell people like the first thing they need to be thinking about when it comes to networking? Yeah. So one of the first things is to, is to look and see who's in your network right now. So evaluate what you currently have, right? So know, okay, man, if I look at my network, if I were to write down, who are the people in my network? Are they all living the same side of town? Do they all look like me? Do they all do something completely different than what I do in my career? So just see what you have and then start to think about who are the kinds of people that you want in your network? Who do you need in your network and who can you also share value with? So let's say that you're, you know, well, you guys are project managers. So let's say you're a project manager in Boston, right? You're new to the area. And so when you look at your network, you know, plenty of other project managers, you know, back in Texas, because you worked at the same company for 20 years. Right. Mm -hmm. So you may say, man, I really want to meet some project managers that are in Boston. You know, so that might be I'm going to look to leverage that, find them, join an organization. And so you're thinking about this is what I have and this is what I need, because you can look at your network and see where the gaps are, where the where you're missing some things, you know, maybe you want to be a project manage, management director and you don't have any of those in your network, mm-hmm. man, I need to find some of those. I need to, you know, be in places where those people are because that's what I aspire to be in the next five years. So definitely look and see where you are and find out where the gaps are. Um, before that, from a mental step is be prepared and committed to networking. Right. And so you have to stop the excuses and just say, I'm going to start. And your start can be small. It doesn't have to be major. And and again, temper it to your own personality and to where you are. Mm -hmm. A lot of people want to make it so big and so huge. And they want to be like such and such who already has a charismatic personality. And so trying to pattern and be that person keeps you from doing anything at all. Yeah. And so start where you are, but start with where, you know, what your network is and who you want to be in your network. And you touched on something that I talk about in a presentation um, where I I remind people, don't compare your chapter one with someone else's chapter 19. Yes. They had to be a chapter one just where you are. Like I just uh, the other day, someone asked me about, you know, you're getting all these speaking engagements. I said, yeah, I started out the public library like I was begging people. But, you know, I. I kept at it. It was consistency. It was going after. And it's the same thing with networking. And to your point about the, um, you know, set that goal and then just constantly kind of chip away at it. Right. um, From the perspective as a business owner, sales is a form of networking. Right. And I still I have the same excuses. I don't want to be an authentic I, You know, I don't want to be pushy. And and then. I have a goal on my, you know, I'm looking at it right over across the room on my whiteboard, how much I want to bring in. And I have it on another whiteboard here. So I'm constantly looking at it. And then it's like, what do I have to do today to meet my goal? Just one to three things that helps me chip away and meet that goal. And so from a networking standpoint, I could totally say, okay, I want to connect with three people today, make a phone call or send an email. And if your goal is... I want to have, you know, 50 names in my Rolodex or 50 additional people in my LinkedIn. Um, You know, what does that look like from a daily basis? How many people is that? And it just helps it make it more real. 
um, to meet your goal and not and, and not get stuck in the excuses because you don't have written down a reminder. You'll find all kinds of excuses, but I have no excuses. I look at my goal. I want to bring in this much in revenue. What do I have to do today to make it happen? And that is right. has been key. And I think that's what we, that's what we do as project managers. Yeah. We have, we have our Gantt charts and it's a yes. reminder where we are and it's no, we can, we can project manage really the networking experience yes. um, and just, you know, make, make it work. Cause you got, that's the other thing. We have to network even on our projects. Like yes. people make projects. So if you're, if you're not comfortable networking from a career aspect, then you're probably struggling from a project management aspect because right. networking is just as critical. So that's my, my plug out to the group. Uh, for those of you on and for those of you uh, who will listen later. Yeah. Networking. And one thing that I want to add is that, you know, networking, a lot of times we think about it as an event. And yes, and I know that as project managers, you are going to plan it. And so there, there has to be some planning and intentionality behind it. But also networking is building a genuine, authentic relationship over time. Like that's the definition mm-hmm. that I talk to my clients about. So that means sometimes it's not necessarily like, ooh, you know what? I need to call three people this week. It is you see something. Um, you know, a friend or a connection and, you know, man, they would really like that. You know, I know that they're really inter- interested in such and such. So let's say, for example, you and I talked and let's say that you collect, you know, painted rocks or something, you know. So let's say I'm in Arizona. I go by a gift shop and it's nothing but painted rocks. And I know that you're going to Arizona in the fall. Mm-hmm. I can simply send you a note and say, hey, Crystal, I was on vacation. I ran across the shop. Here's the picture of it. Make sure you check it out when you go. That is networking. Mm-hmm. That's not something on my account. It's, I know that that's what she likes. I saw it. Let me just send her a quick note. And people forget those little things that keep you top of mind. That's mm-hmm. a genuine, authentic. I don't need anything from you. I'm not calling to ask you for anything. Just want to, you know. And the pandemic is also a great way to leverage networking. What I mean by this if you can't do anything else, you could have during the pandemic said, hey, just want to check on you. How's everything going with the pandemic? Are you mm-hmm. remote or are you in the office? Simple. It's a right. question. But it starts the conversation. Man, Crystal, I hadn't talked to you in a long time. How are you? Good. Kids. Dog. Five, great. Five minutes and you're done. Right. And so it doesn't always have to be an event. It just carry on through life with the people that are in your circle mm-hmm. and build that genuine caring. You hear something. Oh, I remember she likes that. Oh, let me check on her. I saw on her post that she was, you know, going in for eye surgery or whatever. Barbara shared some great gems. When starting the networking, start where you are. I love what Barbara said. Don't try to pattern someone else where it's overwhelming and it's not your authentic self. Well, stay tuned for episode two where we get more into the nitty gritty details about networking online as well as networking offline.